Hey, it's Erin. Thanks for checking out our podcast today. We know that it will be helpful and inspiring to you. Before we get into the message, go ahead and check us out on Instagram at Second Students West. There you can find all the information about what we are doing in our ministry. Go ahead and take some time to remove all the distractions, silence your phone so that you can focus on what God wants to say to you today. We hope you enjoy the message. you guys here today. It's good to see all of you. Um, Today, I kind of wanted to start off a little different. I know a lot of times we start off just opening our Bibles and going straight into it, but I want to start off with a little bit of a story. So, um, in college, my sophomore year, my second year, I was having a really hard year at college. It was hard with school. There were a lot of emotional things going on, a lot of stuff. Um, But my parents were flying back to Israel. Um, That's where we're from. They were going home and leaving me here in America. And I was really sad. I was trying to figure out what was going on and, like, how to deal with my parents living on the other side of the world and all that stuff. And so a lot of times when I get stressed out or when I, like, feel anxious or all these things, I'll take a drive. And so I'll take a drive and I'll listen to music and I'll listen to worship music and pray to God out loud because a lot of times that just really helps me kind of calm down, get to know the Lord, and just have that time to figure things out, you know? And so I went driving, and I was about 40 minutes into my drive, and I saw the sign on the side of the road, and it said free, or not free pie, it said fresh pie made daily. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. So I'm sad, and pie helps, right? Because food a lot of times helps our sadness. Um, (laughs) And so I was like, okay, sure, like, I'll grab a slice of pie, and then I'll just keep driving, and then it'll be like a quick five, ten minutes, and that will be great. And so um, I stopped at this little place. If you can put the picture up, this is what it looks like. It's just like a tiny little shop in the middle of the mountains. It's nothing fancy. And so I walked in, and there was this 99-year-old lady just sitting on this bench. Her name is Miss Mary, um, and her daughters that ran the shop. You have Darnell. Um, she is the absolute sweetest lady you've ever met in your entire life. Um, she kind of became a mom to me. She's super kind, super wonderful, super warm and loving. And there's Darnette, and she's crazy. She's so funny. She cracked me up all the time. She had all these cats, and she hated all of them. And so it was really funny to me. She would, like, come to me every week, and she'd tell me all these stories of these cats that she can't stand, but her husband loves them, so she has to keep them. And then there's Angie, and she makes the most delicious pies you have ever had in your life. Um, Have any of you guys been to Proud Pie? Show of hands. So it's a a pie place here in Katy. It's really, really good. But this pie shop is, like, just so amazing. Because you know that, like, it's homemade. It's made with love. These people put their heart and soul and their passion into it. And so what I thought was going to be a quick five-minute trip into a uh, pie shop turned into two hours of me sitting down and talking with these ladies and learning about their lives. And they, they have this song that they sing, and they're, they're the sweetest. And I wanted to kind of show you a little video of them singing because um, it's a big part of who they are and what they do in their pie shop. And so you'll see um, Miss Mary is going to be starting the song. She's the one sitting in the bench, and then all the other ladies are going to join in. And so here's the video. Huh? Wait, let me get a little breath. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let, now, who want to hear us sing? All of the girls want yes. to hear. <laughs> All of the girls. I am, I am, I am king today of a land far away. 
far beyond the blue. I expect to go there some happy day, and I'll search heaven for you. First, I, I shall greet my Savior, my Savior and my King, the So that's them, and they're just the sweetest, kindest ladies, and that video always kind of touches my heart, makes me want to cry, because they love the Lord so much, they love what they do, they're passionate about what they do, and so this, this drive, this little stop that I was going to take, 15 minutes, grab my pie, go out, turned into two hours of me just sitting and talking with these sweet ladies about their lives, and God really used that time where I was sad because my family was gone, and he used that time to give me a new family and to give these sweet, put these sweet ladies into my life. And so it's the best pie I've ever had, best people I ever met. And so what do you do when you find a place that you love? What do you do when you find something that you love, something that you're passionate about? You do two things. You keep going back, right? I kept on going back, and you share it. And so what I did was every Friday, I tried to go every Friday for as long as I could. It turned into about two years of me going almost every Friday to go visit them. And so every Friday I would load my car up with a bunch of college students, whether it was my friends, whether it was somebody I met in class, or just some stranger. I was like, hey, do you like pie? Come join me. We'll go get pie. And so what I did is I kept on going back, and I kept on inviting people to come with me. And so the longer that I was doing this, the more that I was bringing people. At first, when, the, when I went to the pie shop, it was kind of all older people or like families and stuff. There weren't really any college students there. But the more I went and the more I brought people, the more I noticed that there were more and more and more college students. And so on Fridays when I would go, on Fridays when I would go with my friends, these ladies would come up to me, give me a big old hug, give me kisses, and they would say, hey, do you know this person? They're from Liberty. They're from the college that I went to. Do you know them? Do you know them? And so the, she would bring me a list of names, and she was like, I told this people, these people, I asked them, do you know who Alicia is? And my name's Alisa, if you don't know. Um, but they just called me Alicia because it was easier, and they knew that my name was Alisa, but they just kind of went with Alicia. And so if you call me Alicia, I'll probably answer, but I prefer Alisa. But they would say, we told them, we asked them, do you know who Alicia is? Do you know Alicia? <laughs> and so these women were just kind of involved in my life and asking all the college students that would come. And it was, it was really cool because sometimes I would see college students there. And I would be like, hey, like, how did you find out about this place? And then they would say the name of the friend that I had brought. So if I brought a friend one week, sometimes they'd come back with their other friends and show them the place. And so it was really cool because by the end of those two years, Friday party was like a really big deal. And I'd see a bunch of college students just sitting there all the time. And it was really cool to know that in some way, I might have been a part of the way that they got to this shop, to the way that they got to this wonderful, wonderful pie place. 
And so I left about a year ago, maybe a little over a year ago, December of 2019, and it was one of the hardest goodbyes I've ever had to say in my life. It was really hard because I loved these women. Like, they invited me to Miss Mary's 100th birthday party, and I helped set up for that. She's 105, I think, today, so she's really, really a cool lady with a cool story, and when Nathan proposed to me, he had the pie sitting over beside us, and we had a picnic afterwards and ate their pie, and we invited them to our wedding, and they've been such a big part of our everyday life, and everybody that knows us, everybody that knew us in Virginia knew about this pie place because it was something that I was so passionate about, something that I loved so much, something that was part of my every week, part of my life, and so everybody knew about this pie place. And so I'm telling you guys this because I know a lot of you have done the same. Um, not necessarily a weird little pie shop in the middle of the mountains, but I know you guys have passions. I know you like things, you enjoy things. Maybe that's music, maybe that's that one song that you show your friend and you want your friend to show their friends and it's a big deal. Or maybe it's a TV show, maybe it is food, kind of like pie, maybe you're like, man, there's this one coffee shop, I love Summer Moon, I want everybody to come sum to Summer Moon with me. And so it might be that, it might be a skincare routine. I know I like to be like, this is the product I use, it's pretty cool, I want everybody to use this because my skin feels great. Or for you guys, it might be like your gun on Warzone, you want like people to be like, oh, what kind of gun do you use, what specs do you have, and all that kind of stuff. And so there's these things that we're passionate about, things that we love, things that we want the people around us to enjoy because we enjoy them. And so in Matthew 28, that's where we're going to be today, Jesus kind of calls the disciples to do something similar. And so we're going to be in Matthew 28, verses 16 through 20. So if you have your Bibles with you, flip there. If not, you can watch it on the screen back here. We'll have the verses there. And if you don't like reading, I can always just read it out to you. So verse 16 says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, and some doubted. When Jesus came to them he, and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And so Jesus said, here's this thing. Here's this really, really cool thing that I've been walking beside you this whole time and I've been showing you about the gospel. I've been showing you about eternal life and what this looks like and believing in God and how that should shape and change your life. He said, go tell everybody about this. He didn't just say, okay, disciples, here's a really cool thing I learned. Here's this really cool thing about God, I came down to earth, I'm going to save the world. He says, go tell everybody else about that. Go make them disciples and have them pass it on too. And so kind of like I said, here's this pie shop. I want to bring all my friends to this pie shop. It's going to be great. I love it. They're going to love it. That's what he's saying. Here's your faith. It's a wonderful thing. And more than a pie. I know, like, the pie might have changed my life in some way, but it didn't change the spectrum of eternity for me. And so Jesus says, here's this thing that can change anybody's life from death to life. It gives them eternity in heaven with God. This amazing, amazing thing. Share it with people. Tell people about your passions. Tell them why you love it. Love it. 
And so I don't know if many of you know this, but we have a mission statement. We have a mission goal here at Second Baptist, and that's Acts verses one, or chapter one, verse eight. So Acts one eight, and it says, "But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth." So now, if you look at it closely, what's the first place that he says? He says, in Jerusalem. So from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth. And so where are we right now? We are in Katy, Texas. That's in America. And so where is Israel? It's on the other side of the earth. And so it's really cool to see that that came true. That it came, the gospel came all the way from Israel, from people who were passionate about it, from people who loved it, from people who love Jesus and want others to love Jesus, all the way here to Katy, Texas. We in America know about the gospel because people from all over the world had told us. And I think that's just so crazy to think because a lot of times you think about the Bible and it's like, oh yeah, that happened somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. But we are the ends of the earth. We have been reached with the gospel and we need to keep fulfilling that command. I know like, it's crazy to let the gospel come all the way over here and to just stop and to not let it keep going to the rest of the earth, to not let people keep hearing about it because the people that came before us, the person that brought you to church, maybe your parents, maybe a friend, maybe somebody you hardly knew was like, hey, come to live with me. It'll be really fun. And it was really fun, and you got to know who Jesus is. And so that passion is so amazing that we get to have that and that we get to share that. And I've met a lot of people here at Bible study or at live that have come because of a friend, that that one person's life, that one person's eternity was changed just because their friend was brave enough to say, hey, you wanna come to live with me? Because rejection's real, Some, that person could have said no, and then it would've been a little bit awkward. But because that person invited their friend to live Bible study, live and Bible study don't save you, but it's an easy step to start answering questions that your friend might have, like who is this Jesus guy? Why are you guys worshiping with your hands up? Why are you so excited to show up to these things? You get to start answering the questions because of that. And so in verses 19 and 20, it tells us exactly how to do that, how to tell the gospel, how to be passionate about it and pass it on. It says to go. And I think that's the hardest part because like I said, rejection is real. People can say no, you have to go. You have to go up to somebody and say, this is the gospel, this is Jesus, this is what I believe, this is what is gonna save all of mankind. You have to take initiative and take affirmative steps. And then you have to, the next part of the verse says to go make disciples. So you go and then you make disciples. You help produce followers of Jesus. So it's not just saying, here's this thing, you can hold on to it, you hold on to the gospel and keep it to yourself. It's no, here's the gospel, this is an amazing thing that can change your life. You give it to them and you say, keep passing it on. Keep letting people know what God has done. And it's, the next part goes into of all nations, all people. So it's not just the people you like, it's not just your close friend where you're like, you know what, I really want my best friend to be in heaven with me, so I'll just take my best friend with me and then that's it, you know? It's the people that you don't really like sometimes that need Jesus. Jesus died for me, but he didn't just die for me. Jesus died for you, but he didn't just die for you. He died for all of mankind. 
whether that was the person that was at his feet crying that he was gone or that person that put the spear in his side. He died for every single person. And a lot of times we forget that. We are like, okay, I'll, I'll keep the circle that's close to me. I won't go out of my comfort zone. And we have that opportunity to go out of our comfort zone, to go to that person that might not be the easiest to get along with and to tell them about the gospel. And then the next two parts of that verse is baptizing them, leading to an outward declaration of their inward faith so that they can tell other people, and teaching them. The other night at Live, I got to meet a really, really cool girl, and she said that she came to Live, and she was like, I feel like I'm at a book club where I haven't read the book at all, where I don't know what book we're reading, but there's this feeling inside of me, this passion that's inside of me, and I want to know more. So sometimes when we tell people about Jesus, we just kind of end it there, and it's like, okay, here's Jesus, here's, here's Bible study, here's small group, great. But you have to go beyond that and teach them and say, man, look at this thing I learned today. Look at this awesome thing that God taught me today and help teach them and give them the opportunity to learn more about God. And so what do you do when you find something that you're passionate about? When you find a place that you're passionate about, a person, the faith that you're passionate about and that relationship with Jesus that you're passionate about, what do you do? Like I said earlier, you keep going back and you share it. And the keep going back part is really important because a lot of times we forget this. We want to share the good news. We want to go to church and do all that stuff. But keep going back to that relationship with Jesus. Keep going back to your first love. Keep reading the Bible and praying and learning more and more so that you're able to pour out, that you're able to let more people know about Jesus. And that goes into the second part as you share it. That might look like sitting down with somebody and saying, hey, this is why I am the way I am. I believe in Jesus. Or that might look like bringing them to Bible study or live. And I know a lot of times you see it on our Instagram, you see it on our posts, bring a friend, bring a friend, bring a friend. But that's because we want to give you the opportunity to tell people about Jesus. And a lot of times it can be a lot easier to have them sitting next to you at Bible study than in front of you. And getting to answer those questions of who God is and getting to clarify that and saying this is what I believe is such a cool tool that we're able to give you. And I know a lot of you have sat down and seen the little cards on your chairs with the animal crackers, and that's fun and all, but a cool, cool thing about that is we're giving you guys an opportunity to say, hey, come have pancakes with me at Bible study. You can come and eat pancakes and just sit with me. You don't have to participate in anything. We're here to have fun. We want to enjoy our time. And then you can use that time to let them know about who God is. Use that as a tool to teach people about the Lord. And so I just kind of want to end on something that my parents taught me. Um, they're missionaries in Israel. Um, and they spent some time training people to go overseas, training people to go to different parts of the world to teach about the gospel and to teach people about who Jesus is and why they should follow him. And they said something that really stuck with me. They said, if you're not doing missions here in America, if you're not teaching people about the gospel here, what makes you think you're going to teach people about the gospel in Israel or wherever you are? What makes you think you'll be able to teach the gospel there? And I think... I know a lot of us might not become missionaries. <laughs> a lot of us might not end up at the other part of the world or do any of that. But 
we do have the opportunity to share the gospel where we are and it's just as meaningful as it would be any other part of the world because one person who knows Jesus is a person who's saved and who has eternity in heaven with God.